welcome to another episode of the Nonsense Review. And today is a very special day indeed, for we are watching the grand finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But before we get into that, Rick, how was your week, my dude? Pretty good. I've been ordering little bits here and there. Some of it's come, some of it hasn't. And the majority of my week, I've been just waiting for this. How about you? Uh, a, a pretty boring week on my end, if I'm being brutally honest. Like, the highlight of my week was uh, uh, one of my days off was yesterday. And uh, I spent it watching some Western films because I'm going through that phase again. <laughs> so I'm doing the thing where I'm smiling and nodding. Dude, nothing beats a good Western movie. Mm, mm. Like, shit, even the bad Western movies are good for a giggle. Speaking of Western movies and giggles, one of my favourite spoofs of all time is Blazing Saddles. You know, I've not actually uh, watched Blazing Saddles. Like, it's one of those things where I've seen enough clips, but I've never actually sat down and watched the film. Oh, yeah, you can, you can definitely piece together the context and the plot from things that you've seen on the internet. But is very definitely worth watching. There are things that don't make it into best of clips that are very definitely still worth a chuckle on their own. If I remember correctly, uh, that's Richard Pryor, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. And uh, Gene Wilder and a guy that calls himself Hedley Lamar and he got sued by Hedy Lamar for it. I don't know who either of those people are. <laughs> Like, Hedy and Headley, I mean. I'm no, I know who Gene Wilder is. Everyone knows who Gene Wilder is. Anyone who's anyone knows who Gene Wilder is. Yeah, because anyone who's everyone has watched uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I've got to watch uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil as well, because that looks quite funny. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I could I could go off on a, like a ten-minute tangent of uh, what movies I watched and how good they were. But uh, suffice to say, they were, they were on Netflix. It was a good day. I ate some chocolate. I went a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, today, more importantly, we're going to be watching not a western. We'll be watching a superhero thing known as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, I, I forgot if you said it before or after we started recording. I think you said it after we started. Where today's episode is one world, one people. Yep, yep, that was before before the recording. Well then. And for a first for Nonsense Review, we are reviewing a finale. We are first, but not last. Hopefully. Hmm. Um, mm, mm. Yeah, it's it's 52 minutes, well, 51 minutes and 23 when you click on the thing. Uh, so it's a bit, it's quite shorter than the last two episodes. And uh, hopefully, oh, I just remembered, before we start, it's probably an important thing to ask seeing as it's the finale. We've watched all the episodes together now. Rick, what is the number one thing you're hoping to see in this episode? Well, I think I nailed it on the head with the title of last week's episode. We called it the Star Spangled Guy in the Sky. And I'm pretty sure that that's what's going to happen. And I'm pretty sure it's the... It's going to be the ideal outcome of the episode. Um, weirdly, I hope that, um, that Captain Walker doesn't die. Oh, I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to go full uh, Patriot or US agent and he's going to be a villain in something down the line. Like, the character is too good to get rid of already. Yeah, I, I very much would rather him stay a villain than just be disposable. Like, I very much would like to see him get his comeuppance over and over and over again. I think, as far as John Walker is concerned, he's probably going to, um, he's clearly going to be involved in the epic fight that's about to happen because we saw that at the end of the last episode. I think he's gonna probably I think he's gonna get injured and he's gonna sneak away during the kerfuffle and he'll be a, he'll be a, basically something for people to think of in the back of their minds during other series like oh well we know he's still in play what the fuck's he doing? Yeah. Yeah. Basically the way that uh, Captain America was used in the the background of the beginning of Infinity War that he was he was there he was one of the most capable people in the world and nobody knew where he was apart 
from like his closest friends, mm-hmm. but a villainous version. Yeah, I'll, g- I'll give you that. Like, it, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I, I want to see this version of Captain America, or rather John Walker, US Patriot, where the fuck he's called. I want to see him interact with more Avengers other than just Falcon and Bucky. Because Falcon and Bucky already had uh, the chip on their shoulder with, with him. Dude, the weirdest thing. Yep. He could he could end up being the MCU's version of Taskmaster. No, he can't. Because we, we've got... Well, uh, I don't think so. I think they're already filming Moon Knight, and Moon Knight's Taskmaster, isn't he? Is it? Okay. Uh, maybe I'm getting two characters mixed up. Like, I could have sworn Taskmaster and Moon Knight were more or less the same character. Okay, most of what I know about Taskmaster is uh, when he interacts with Spider-Man, because he does that fucking often enough. I'm pretty sure that's fucking Moon Knight. Okay, okay. Feel for time, feel for time. I'm Googling it. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to... F- I'm Basically, I was not going to fight you on this, because I know little enough about Taskmaster outside of him appearing as an ancillary Spider-Man ultra-mercenary villain, and as a kind of gag character, but also lethal joke character in um, in Marvel fighting games, like Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He's, he's not the ultimate villain, but he's very definitely the villain that wins, because he gets to um, he gets to encounter a bunch of heroes, learn from them, and then once he's learned from them, he can incorporate it into his, uh, his minion self-help video, which he makes trillions out of. Okay, I was kind of vaguely listening, but also not because I was Googling. <laughs> but uh, a quick Google reveals that Taskmaster... The reason I'm getting them confused is Taskmaster is in the moon... Is, is usually the foil to Moon Knight. They're, they're, they're kind of... Not enemies. Taskmaster's an assassin that usually gets sent after Moon Knight for various reasons. And they kind of have the same power because Task Knight has that muscle mim- mimicry bullshit that lets him recreate things he sees. But that's kind of Moon Knight's deal. Sure. Again, unless I'm getting the two sort of confused. I read very quickly on a wiki article and I'm not a Marvel expert by any means. I don't... I'm not a massive comic book nerd. What I know is what I know, and that tends to be Star- uh, Spider-Man and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> More of a DC guys, uh, guy, guys, sorry, when it comes to comics. There we are. But yeah, let's uh, flip the question back on you. What do you, what do you hope, dream, and expect? from today's episode. I, I'm not really sure. Like, I I don't want Falcon to have the star-spangled look because I think he looks dumb with the star-spangled look. That, but that's just my own personal take. I do want to see him doing his... Uh, well, this isn't even like a hope. I know this is going to happen because we, we know what the setup is for the final episode. I want to see him doing his cool shield shit while flying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, already briefly covered it. I don't want John Walker to die. I don't even want to see him end up in prison. Or if he does end up in prison, I hope there's an end credit scene where he's getting busted out by someone, probably the power broker, because we've not actually seen them yet. Wouldn't it be kind of funny if he just ends up in a cell next to Zemo? I don't think he's considered a big enough threat to end up in the raft. No, but... Like, it would be kind of poetic to just have them next to each other, and his actual punishment isn't being in the raft, it's having to be next to Zemo. Yeah, but I don't think those two had that big of a beef. No, but it's, it's more of the, um, it's more of the indignity of it. Eh. And then again, now that now that he's a super soldier, uh, Zemo will probably hate him way more. Oh, well, that's assuming Zemo even knows or cares. Fair enough, because Zemo Zemo thinks he destroyed all, every single vial that he saw. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, as far as Bucky, I'm, I'm it's rather weird with Bucky because I, Bucky's in that weird place where obviously I want to see more Winter Soldier doing cool Winter Soldier shit, but on the flip side, Bucky's fucking earned a rest. I think he leaves Earth. I don't think he's leaving Earth. I think he leaves Earth because I think the um, the minor detail of being filmed in Madripoor doing his Winter Soldier act is what's gonna get him essentially put under arrest uh, on Earth and leaving Earth is gonna be the easiest way to get him out of the picture and also 
an easy way to get him out of the running for uh, for the shield. Like even though Cap gave it to Sam, some of the fans still wanted to go to Bucky. Uh, okay, I but fuck what some of the fans think because last episode they, it was literally they literally put an end to this discussion. But Bucky's just like, no, it's yours. Just don't give it to him. Just don't give it to a museum again. <laughs> It would, be, it would be really funny if, if Bucky takes the other shield from Walker Cap. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think the less shields that are around, the better. Yeah. Uh, even a fake shield. Uh, as for Bucky going to space to escape, like the, the easier thing to do would be for him to just chill in Wakanda again, because he's chill with those people. Apart from the fact that Waka- the, the Wakandan said in the last episode, don't come to Wakanda for a while, you're not going to be welcome because of this, and they just pointed at Zemo. Eh, I, I still think if Bucky was in trouble, they'd buried a hatchet very quickly because they seem like they are definitely on the heroic side of the spectrum. Yeah, they're very definitely on the humanism side and that um, if there is a genuine problem they will side with the victim rather than the perpetrator. Indeed. Anyway, we've been waffling for quite some time so without further ado, let's get down to the finale. Rick, for the last time for Falcon and Winter Soldier, count us in. Three, two, one, and go. Playing, and we've got the Disney Plus logo. We've always got to announce it. Yeah, we do. John F. Walker. Oh, and that's it. The thing as we're on the recap, I can tell the podcast what I learned during the week, which I believe I told you yesterday, Rick. Um, Fair enough. The dude playing John Walker is Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone else's son as well, who I've forgotten. Someone who's also... I don't know the actress's name. Goldie Horn. Okay. I, I, like, I, I know it's a person, but it's not someone whose career I followed as closely, because I'm... Deep at heart, I'm a toxic man. no but you know what i mean though kurt russell has played some roles which are like the ideal manly man you know yeah meanwhile i have also heard of goldie horn because i'm over the age of zero i've not heard of her and i guess that's a me problem maybe so i don't know what she's done that's the problem right you say kurt russell and i think of hey that's why erp in tombstone Hey, that might be why they're called the, uh, called the Kid Wyatt. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe so. Um, oh, he was also Ego in MCU. Chris Pratt's dad. Yeah? So, uh, just minus trivia. Like, we're on fucking Recap and Marvel Studios logo at the moment. There's fuck all to talk about, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, during the the rewatch, the one thing that I caught that I didn't catch before was... That it was a less than honourable discharge was the uh, the wording of the court martial. But except it wasn't a court martial, was it? It was just, you know. Okay. No, but I. I it was em- Yeah, it, it was emphatically not a court martial. Like they straight up said, this would be a court martial, and except you're too much of a hero. Yeah. Here's one. How many civilian deaths do you think we're going to get here? Yes. Okay, good answer. Yeah, we're going to get a lot. The fuck's the NYPD going to do? No offence to the boys in blue. But these are super soldiers. The NYPD is just men. With with guns. All they're going to do is keep a bunch of civilians in one place and be conveniently collected for a bomb. Oh, fuck's sake, you're so right. Sergeant Barnes. Interesting. I don't think anyone's ever addressed him by rank before now. No, absolutely not. 
Is that a... Oh, right, it's her. I f for a second, I thought, for some bizarre reason, what the fuck's a scroll give a fuck about this shit? But it's not, it's her, and that makes way more sense. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, we're gonna see the new costume in a second, Rick. Oh, I hope it's not shit. Yeah, we are. I keep forgetting, one of their main goals is to kill Sam here. Which is, uh, so not fair, you know? <laughs> that looks like a green goblin grenade. Did a little bit, did a little bit. Because it's round and it's got green bits on it. <laughs> In the cartoon and the comics, they're usually just literal pumpkins. Yeah, they are. Little pumpkin bombs. Oh, for fuck's sake, they've given him the dumb comic book fucking costume. Oh, uh, okay, without, if they took the mask off him, he'd look pretty good, actually. I think it's the mask. I don't like the mask. I think he would look better if the top of his helmet was closed somehow. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that stupid conspiracy theory at the beginning of the fucking series they gave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. That was a good line. I just noticed that they're now, um... They're giving Sam the subtitle of Captain America when he's, uh... Saying something or doing something in the subtitles. Oh, good, because he is. It took fucking long enough. But yeah, I like that line. I'm gonna assume that's a typical French saying. With the, uh, just because I'm wearing the robes doesn't make me the monk. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, pretty good line. Man, this is... Uh, I know it's a finale, so it has to be epic, but fuck, already we're, like, we're straight in there. It's fucking... It's got a good feel. It's, um... It's moving a lot faster than I was expecting it to. The only thing we haven't seen yet is, um... Walker. Well, that's that's part of her plan is to become, is to like it doesn't matter if she if she dies she becomes a martyr and that's a, just as big of a problem. Yeah, absolutely. That's in fact more. That's probably more of a goal than her surviving. Right, that's the problem with zealots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the serum is that if you had any zealous uh, inclination before. That's all you become. I really hate that being the, the side effect of the serum, though. It's such a bit of a... Not bit... It's such a cop-out. Yeah, that you become more of yourself. Oh, is this going to be... Oh, there we are. That's like, hey, guess what? You can't come out now. You blow up. Oh, that's just a magnetic... It's just a magical bullshit lock from the future. Could also be that. Because it beeps, my brain goes, it must be a bomb. Because that's how movies work. No, it's not a bomb. It does just appear to be a lock. Is this dude got salt serum in him? Because I feel like he does. That Sam's fighting. I don't think so. I think it's just a, um, like, backdrop to mercenary.
she's not she's hoping not to live long enough to regret things. Um, I mean, her plan was to try and... Like, she thought she could sway him. And you could see why she might think that she could. But it weren't happening. Yeah, absolutely. That's a cool-looking bike. <laughs> Why would he just let her go? Like he's part of the bad guys, and he knows the only people in the in the building are bad guys and people that they have to be careful around. I don't know. Oh wow, it was. A, I thought it was going to be a tracker, not a fucking knockout. Oh, that was more than knockout. Oh god, that's gross. That's super acid. Oh, that was graphic. Oh, oh, that's horrible. Horrible thing to do to a human. Man, if that was not a villain. That would be a very villainous act. Yeah, well, that's the problem with the with secret agencies in comic books is that they're dicks. And she's not even affiliated; she's independent right now. She wants she wanted that pardon not too long ago. Yeah, she did. That's the thing. Yeah, like you say, secret agents are essentially someone's villain. Yeah, the government's. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's very interesting that they decided to give him a a fight where he can't use his wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he could use his wings, but because of the nature of the environment, like it's not going to do him much good. I didn't realize he could do that. Yeah, he did it to get the shield off um, Walker Cap. He just his wings were broken by that point. Oh, that was cool chasing down the shield mid-flight. That was pretty good. But yeah, because his wings were broken, but the back the backpack wasn't. He could still use the booster to get a, uh, well, a boost, as it were, and that's how he broke the guy's arm. Okay, fair enough then, dude. That's the problem with recording a whole series one after the other is that it reveals how crap my memory is. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a week ago, and it's easy to miss individual details. It is. Sometimes I'm not paying 100% attention to what's on screen, because I'm splitting my attention between the screen and talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, is Red Wing back? Yeah, new Red Wing. It's got, an, it's got a new paint job. And it's made of vibranium this time, so it's not going to get broken in half by someone's knee. Well, Marvel's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I appreciate that everyone apart from her is just like, you sure about this? That's a bit fucked. Especially this dude, who's got quite an expressive face at the best of times. Yeah, he does. And he always looks like he's having an inner battle inside his head. Man, the hope for the best, prepare for the worst, Grado, is the kind of thing that... 
it's generically a good thing to parrot, but it's normally espoused by villainous people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like uh, the, the old communism or, uh, com- communism talk of everybody's equal, but some people are more equal than others, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, the NYPD are doing something. Dying. Never mind. I thought they were going to do something useful. It's such a simple trick of saying, hey, how do we show that this person is a hero through and through? Prioritizing saving random people over chasing the baddie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is a cool fucking shot. Yeah. With the wings out and all that shit. Oh, if you're not watching along, guys, you're missing out. Uh, <laughs> I think I did the right thing by turning my brightness up to max. It's a pretty dark episode. Like, physically dark. Yeah. Not, uh... I don't know, we did get that one dude who was fucking hit with a mercury bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty fucked up. My only criticism so far of this episode of the breakneck speed, like, it's not giving anyone any... Oh, this is a callback to the, uh... The single guy who was trying to hold the line while they were trying to take off in the plane. Is it? Well, it feels like it, because it's one person stood in the middle of the road, and all you can see of their expression is their, uh, is their eyes. I thought it was more of a callback to, um... Fucking... Well, Winter Soldier, that one scene with the, um... With the bike. Which I think Bucky was riding then as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, they resorted to killing the hostages pretty fucking quick. Like, I know she said, hey, worst case scenario, we'll, we'll kill the hostages, but fucking hell, that didn't even fucking give yourself a five-minute chance. Oh, fuck, here we go! I don't want to hurt people oh, that don't matter. Oh, no! Oh, Mo! Oh, man! <laughs> kick it in! Kick it in! Like, if nothing else, you've got to admit, Walker's got bollocks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. I know he's fueled by rage and hate and everything that a Sith is about, but you know. <laughs> Did Bucky just do the thing where he forgot about the vibranium arm again? Because <laughs> it sure looked uh, like it. No, because he, he he was punching it. He was punching the door with the, uh, the with the vibranium arm. Oh, okay. Oh, he's getting fucking PTSD flashbacks by the looks of it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Man, Bucky learning that thank you is more powerful than sorry. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is interesting that Bucky and Walker are probably going to team up for a couple seconds here. Until Walker decides to try and go murder crazy again. Oh, dude, whenever I see Chains come involved into a f- superhero fight, all I think is Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, I want Ghost Rider in the MCU so bad. 
It's not going to happen. When I think, when I hear Ghost Rider, all I can think of is Callie and her neighbour, who she also calls Ghost Rider, until she realised that it was a uh, a known character. Okay. And had to re- rename it to Go Strider. <laughs> Fair enough. So now it's just Aragorn, pre-Aragorn. Yep. <laughs> Go Strider. <laughs> but yeah, it's a neighbour who keeps going past on a mic on on a microphone on a motorbike and uh, interrupting her recordings. <laughs> <laughs> This is some fucking intense pressure to put on someone, Sam. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Now, I know they're saying the numbers out loud for the benefit of the audience, but that's a dumb thing to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Jesus Christ, that was like. That, that was surgical. Yeah. Oh, dude, we got one of our wishes of seeing just Sam doing his fucking flying silk shit. Like, how is he not concussed? He probably is. Concussed doesn't mean out of uh, out of action. Uh, okay, listen, I've seen enough wrestling documentaries to know there's enough people who can go on autopilot, but it's still fucking mind-boggling. Yeah, it's uh, dazed, confused, and adrenaline-fueled. Okay, just important to note for people who aren't watching along, the I, I can't be asked to remember her name, I'm sorry, because I know she's not going to come back again. Uh, Carly, yeah. Uh, the, the main villain lady looked at this, uh, the van that's basically on fire, and she was running towards it as if she wanted to let them out, and then Walker interrupted her to have a little bit of a fisty cuff. Yeah. he He's more interested in putting her down, yeah. Uh, which, again, I can't blame him. His mo- The annoying thing about the character is his motivations are so real and make sense. If you saw someone kill your best mate, you're going to want bloody vengeance. Oh no, she didn't want to free them, she just wanted to take them somewhere. Never mind then. <laughs> yeah, she she's she's now abducted the other gang of hostages to be her only gang of hostages. What is she doing? She's all over the place. No, no, no. She's uh, she jumped out and she's sending them off a cliff. Well, a metal cliff, but still a cliff. Yeah. Oh, Bucky, this is not. How, how, what do you do here? I, I mean, that's an armored truck. There's a good chance that the people inside will survive. Oh. Oh, the moral dilemma. What's he going to do? It'll be really interesting if he gives up. If he gives up his pursuit of her, then that that's the character actually kind of redeemed. Holy fuck. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Okay, he's definitely superhuman at this point. Yeah, is Bucky going to give him back his broken shield? Oh, that's so not fair. Oh, that's so fucking... Then Bucky's up there doing it now, I assume. But, you know. 
Really? Oh, it's Sam. <laughs> I thought Sam was miles away, <laughs> so he wasn't even a, a thing in my mind. But of course, he's got the supersonic rings, more or less. Yeah. Oh, there's... Apparently, Red Wing can now log on to something. Apparently. I say log on, I meant lock on. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> Man, three jets are more than twice as cool than two jets. <laughs> okay, that's a, that, that was a nice moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, I do like them nodding to the fact that he used to be called Black Falcon. Oh, shout out to fucking Steve with the uh, with the catching of the uh, of the uh, throne thing. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be some kind of third faction or something, then, yeah. It's the Shadow Broker. Sorry, uh, the Power Broker. Most likely. Uh, I think that's just a French dude that Sam left alive at the beginning. Who I think has got, like, four people paying for him at this point. Pro probably. Oh, that's why he's got the stupid fucking goggles. Mm. He's got fucking Predator vision, bro. Yeah, he has. I still can't believe John Walker did that, though. It doesn't quite make up for him nearly killing Sam in his in his you know rage, but like that that was a pretty heroic act. Like I think it's what makes him U.S. agent and not just an out and out villain all the time. Potentially, potentially. Like and again, like in the heat of the moment, Bucky and Sam aren't giving Walker shit right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, admittedly, it's not the time, but it would be entirely deserved. Are you getting some warrior vibes here? A little bit. A little bit. Just expect someone to start clinking bottles together. Just expecting mankind to come out of the boiler room in a second. That's a reference for like two people. <laughs> and she's disappointing everybody. I don't think she realizes how little people give a shit. I'm surprised it's taken this long for Carly to actually shoot the shooter in the head. I'm sorry? Are you further ahead than me or something? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, in, 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 oh. I didn't catch that line. She went, you betrayed me, so. Oh, interesting. Oh! So, Sharon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh! I know, right? I got completely fooled. Yeah, I thought the agent last week was the actual power broker. I mean, you'd said as much, and I was like, mm, I don't think the power broker actually speaks to people in person, but 
Like, I did notice that she was the one that hired Batroc. Hmm. What's stopping her from just shooting you in the head, you dumb fuck? Yeah, okay, exactly, right? Like, <laughs> you're playing games with someone who is not 100% morally good, which means you're probably going to get shot in the head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and Sam doesn't know she's the power broker, so to hurt him, this looks completely different. Oh. This is a trope I fucking hate. That was cool by the way. Yeah, it is. Planting the wings in the in the in the ground as a uh as um all I'm all I'm thinking of is you know when you have a truck that has a crane on it and you and it puts out little stabilizer legs. Stabilizers, that's what they're called. Mhm. Mm But yeah, I hate the trope of, hey, you're a villain and you're a bad guy, I need to put you down, but uh, but I'm not going to fight you. And it's like, well, you got it. I'm... I, I just can't believe how much of a U-turn they've managed to do with Walker. Hmm, yeah. With this breakneck speed. <laughs> We just had a buddy moment between Bucky and John Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... What the fuck's Walker's, going on? Walker's not only trying, but like... <laughs> oh. He's succeeding without trying, which is what he should have been doing to begin with. Yeah. I don't think for a second Falcon's going to die. Which robs this scene of a bit of tension. Yeah, because that suit's laced with vibranium, most likely, if it's from the Wakandans. Well, actually, I was more thinking something like that was going to happen. <laughs> You're dying. Now is the time to tell Sam who she is. Man, this fucking sucks, because death scenes with, people, with baby-faced actors, it, it's like, it hits a bit harder. Yeah. Oh, you remember at the end of uh, Infinity War with, with uh, Parker? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's just like, oh yeah, Spider-Man's a child. A literal child. Mm-hmm. Now, she didn't say anything, but there's got to be something planted in Sam's mind here of, like, something ain't right. Ah, oh, dude, that's so fucking our generation as well. Just fucking get the camera phone out and film this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's scummy. 
here we have one perpetrator dealt with. She might not be dead. I mean, they're putting her in a gurney and not in a body bag. Yeah? It was a gut shot. It wasn't, like, necessarily anything vital. Like, I think I said... I don't know whether I said it on camera or off-screen. Off I think her redemption arc is off-planet. Mm. I don't think so. I think she's done. I think Walker's going to step forward and back Falcon. I, th I think that's what they're brewing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Bucky and Walker just shared a look, so... I don't know. How dare you? He is one of the people that reappeared. Man. It's been too long since we had a good fucking Captain America speech. This is a very poignant speech. So, zooming in on Walker, as he said, when I pick it up, there are million, millions of people going to hate me for it. Mm -hmm. There were millions of people hating Walker for it. Yeah, in real life, though, not in the film universe. Exactly. That's what I mean. It was... He said that because... And they zoomed in on him because of the real-world parallel that out in the real world, the viewers were hating him. I don't think... Um... Oh, apparently she is dead then. I'm very sorry that we're being so quiet right now, but fuck, this speech is good. 
Okay. It's just really distracting me. The one thing I've never liked about Captain America's costume is that his ears are completely bare all the time. I, I told you, man, like if they take if they get rid of his mask, or well, lack thereof a mask, like I think it'll look pretty cool. But hey. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, just to acknowledge there was a nod of acknowledgement between Sam and John Walker as Sam was walking off there, which is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Also, that, that speech got a bit fucking uh, derailed for me because I got a notification in my emails that PayPal has taken money from me to pay for Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, thanks, I'm recording a podcast, you dick. <laughs> have a quick look here. Dude, we've still got like 20 minutes left, so we've got a lot to wrap up. Hurt but not down. Mm. Oh, they okay. They're super soldiers, so that makes sense. Uh, they're sending the flag smashers that aren't dead, that they've captured to the raft, for people who aren't uh, watching along. Ah, oh, no! Of course, it can't be that fucking easy, can it? Okay. That's Zemos's dude, isn't it? Yep. So that was a proper explosion. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's that's Zemos's butler. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. That's kind of fucked. Oh, that fucking smarmy fucking git smile. Oh, he is a cunt, isn't he? <laughs> he is. This is a dumb game to play, lady. I think Walker's going to come out in his new outfit as Patriot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oof. It, it's the it's the it's always the fucking hat or the mask helmet whatever you want to call it. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm there you go. 
It's one of the smart things they did with Bullseye in the Daredevil Netflix show, where they didn't give him a mask. Because they know it looks stupid. Like, I'm pretty sure the, um, the comic version of him looks almost exactly like that. Probably. I mean, I even said the other day in the comic version of Captain Falcon, he, he, I think his mask looks fucking stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, is he going to finally own up and apologise? Mm-hmm. Actually, the fun thing is, um, with the whole Stars and Stripes thing, the Captain America side is all about the stars. US Agent has the stripes. I get you. Russians. Russians! It was the Russians! I'm not choking up, but it's hard to find anything to say because it's quite a grave scene. And it was just a dude talking. Is that a what? Dr. Rainier. Rainor? So it's just going to be a note saying, fuck off, or some shit, because, like, Bucky did not like her. It's going to be his book. Ah, and he's crossed everyone off, except for T.O.'s... Oh, no, no, everyone's crossed off. Yeah, you, yeah you're right, book. Surprised that the message was so nice, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not a fugitive, at least, but, like, he's got to move. I know that's a fucked up thing to say, but... Yeah, he does. <laughs> so what, what's, uh, what's going to happen with his eye now? Like, actually, you've been told, like, times... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Now, there is a bit of a problem with this, and that means that Car Carly was right. Mm-hmm. Who's that that just came out? 
It's the sun. They look white. Oh, okay. And they also look feminine. Oh no, they're not white. Or, or it's hard to tell because they're out of focus. Maybe it is the sun, and I'm just being dumb and blind. Yeah, conservation of detail would make it the sun. No, you're right. That that dude was so out of focus. I thought he was both white and a woman. Fucking hell. Oh, is there an article of him at the Captain American Captain America Museum? Is that what he wants to show him? I'm curious. Yeah, it's gonna be uh it's going to be part of the new part of the exhibit, I assume. I'm holding my breath a little bit here. Oh, that's nice. Dude, I just got chills. <laughs> like that old dude's acting right there was fucking spot on. Man, this upbeat music, as the captions told me, was so out of fucking place there. I know, right? But yeah, um, it's, it's one of those things. Whenever an old man gets emotional, it hits way harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because why would you not? I know, right? <laughs> oh shit, people without vibranium arms who are just super buff do that for their nieces and nephews. Yeah, they do. What is it with the blurry shots at the fucking end of this fucking series, man? Oh, that's such a good fucking touch. Ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was Dude, I didn't I didn't even notice until you said. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. All right, for those who aren't watching along, the end just before the end credits started, it said it simply said Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Instead of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, it's so simple and yet so good. We've got 
Eight minutes left. I don't think we're getting an end credit scene. Oh, yes, we are. I just fast-forwarded. very Not fast-forwarded. Hovered over, and there is a scene at the end of the fancy credits. So I guess we're going to be talking for another five minutes. Yeah, it, it would be... Um... It would be imprudent not to have a uh, a stinger after all of this. It would be. And it would be very non-Marvel. It, yeah. Mind you, there was that one end credit scene with uh, uh, Spider-Man, the first one, where you get to the very end of the credits and it's just fucking Captain America looking at the screen doing one of his promo videos of, Patience! Sometimes it's rewarded, other times not. And... <laughs> And me and Chris, yep, 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 yep. and uh, other, but actually, I don't think our everybody was there. I think it was just me and Chris at the time. We both just went, "Oh fuck you!" That's good, but fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was a very good way to, like, very definitely play on that. Plus, I think at the time, Captain America was technically a fugitive, but they were still using his promo videos in schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think they brought that up in the next next movie that the uh, that means exactly that uh, exactly that plot point. I mean, they might have done, dude. Like, I it's been so long. But yeah. Oh, that was a. I'm really surprised that like, we haven't seen the stinger yet, but I'm surprised we ended the main thing on a relatively happy and cheerful note. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like everything looks as as things stand, everything looks bright. Oh, and they did Captain America and the Winter Soldier again. Again, oh, here we go. Yeah, they did. Oh, it's it's just her getting her pardon, is it? Hmm. Oh man. This is a really ordinary simple scene, but because we know she's the power broker, it's got some really sinister undertones, eh? It's making her into the uh It's putting her at the top now and making her into the evil Nick Fury. Mmm. Who's she gonna talk to? Oh yep, she's evil. Who's she talking to? Damn it. They're not going to show us. That's going to be the end, isn't it? I was secretly hoping they might have like shown us like just Doctor Doom's face or something at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, all right, the, the normal credits is over and it's telling me to watch WandaVision, but I've already seen WandaVision so it can fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just doing a quick fast-forward through the regular credits and there is no additional scenes. It would be kind of weird if there was, considering they just told me to fuck off and watch WandaVision. That's the end of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So, what did you think? I think it was... It was very fast-paced and they could very definitely have spread the events of that episode over two episodes. I'm glad they didn't. Okay, so as a as a human being, I'm kind of glad they didn't because I don't think I'm going to take another week. I was more saying that uh, along the lines of if they'd have split that over two episodes, we would have had an additional half an hour of filler added as well. Yeah, it would have been like, um, you know how there's, in Return of the King, there's a lot of hugs. 
And in the special edition of Return of the King, there's an extra 30 minutes of hugs. Yeah, it would have been a lot of uh, a lot of cool down. I think you have different memories of that movie than I do. Okay. <laughs> I, I I'm, there wasn't that much hugging. Felt like it. Okay, well, if you can't appreciate the uh, camaraderie between warriors, then I suppose it just isn't for you. <laughs> I think French and Saunders took the piss out of it as well, which was. Uh... They might have done. They take the piss out of everything. Yeah, they do. Do you remember when they took the piss out of Phantom Menace? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And they had uh, they had the dude with like a King Charles spaniel on his head and said, "Don't look at me. Look at the dog." And that was Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, uh, the, the annoying thing when they knock it out of the park is at the end of the episode, it's like, "What do we talk about?" Uh, like it was good. Everything got wrapped up in a neat little bow. Bucky is over his redemption bullshit where he, he wants to apologize and make amends. Uh, Isaiah got his, well, it is going to get to be remembered in the Captain America Museum. Uh, Falcon is now Captain America, and he still hangs out with Bucky. Uh, former Captain America John Walker is now the U.S. Patriot. Uh, Carly is in uh, getting her old job back, which means she's going to be selling secret technology to bad people. Sharon Carter. Dude, I can't be asked to remember her name, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sharon Carter, not Carly. Did I say Carly? Yeah, you said Carly. <laughs> I, thought, I, I could have sworn I said Carter, but okay. Uh, well, Carly's dead. <laughs> as well as um, all of her super soldiers that survived the initial conflict because Zemos fucking hates super soldiers and her, his butler is loyal as fuck, apparently. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, everything's wrapped up in a neat little bow. The series was great. The episode, as Rick mentioned, was fast-paced, but I appreciate that. We've had five episodes of build. It needed to be paid off, and they paid off quickly. And effectively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we even saw Zemos in his comfortable cell at the raft. Don't know, I still... I, I get why they've put him in the raft, but he doesn't need to be there. True. It's one of those, like, his problem... Sorry, not his problem. His power is his connections. So, technically, he's just as powerful in a cell as out of it. He's basically like a... Um, he's the kingpin for the Avengers. I, I get what you're saying. But despite his connections, he couldn't spring himself out of a regular prison. The only reason he got sprung is because Bucky needed him. But then again, think of all the time that the Kingpin did spend in prison. That he probably could have been sprung. He probably could have even just burst out the door with his, like, king Kingpin bolt. But, like, he's just as useful behind bars with his empire running itself. Kingpin is a weird character because depending on the comic book run, he either does or doesn't have superhuman strength. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's normally comparative. Well, the thing is, like, uh, you've seen Spider Verse, correct? Yeah. Cool. In that, Kingpin gives a bear hug to fucking Spider Man and crushes him to death. Yep. 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 No. <laughs> you have to have some level of superhuman strength to be able to. Kill Spider-Man with brute force. Yeah, especially since Spider-Man has uh, lifted buildings in the past. I'll admit he was weak as fuck, and Kingpin felt like a surge of anger because of what Spidey was saying. But it's like, no, that that the Kingpin in that universe had some level of super strength. Yeah. Also, Spider-Verse does one of my favorite things, and that is I appreciate fucking older, wiser, more depressed Peter Parker Spider-Man. I appreciate his existence. I don't want it all the time. But as a mentor figure, it's fucking great. I think a part of it is that that world with Dead Peter is essentially the world where everything is kind of amplified. Go on, elaborate. Like, the Dead Peter was a better version of Peter in terms of being 
more popular, being stronger, being smarter, being richer, like like everything is just a superlative comparison to well depressed peter for instance and yet it seems like the reason that he died was because the kingpin was also superlative to his uh, normal self i mean it's 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 been a while since i've seen spider verse so uh like the, they don't bring that up as a plot point but it's what kind of stands out to me is like th- there's a lot of things that are amplified in that universe it would stand to reason if that was just the trait of that uh, of that particular world line. I mean, you've also got to recall, uh, remember that the current world line has two Spider-Men, mm, mm, mm. which is also like <laughs> true, true. D- d- going on a bit of a tangent, like one of the main reasons I want a PS5 is I want to play that Miles Morales game so fucking bad. <laughs> can you not play it on the PS4? You can, but like apparently the load times are so trash. I mean. Yeah, that's just the PS4 at this point, though. Like, people are gonna, like, draw a line under the PS4 generation as being the last of the old in terms of when load times used to be a thing, and the PS5 is the first of the new when load times are no longer a thing. Here's here's the problem, is it's all gonna be relative, because at the end of the PS5's life cycle, load times are gonna be shit again. Yep, 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 yep. That's just, that's just how it goes. Well, uh, anyway, uh... <laughs> I'm I've I've managed to keep completely spoiler free on the Miles Morales game, so I'm looking forward to actually eventually touching it. Yeah, ditto. It's one of those weird things, you know, people who bitch about spoilers and like, oh, I got spoiled on this and I got spoiled on that. It's one of those odd things where I don't know how you get accidentally spoiled on a lot of things. It's how prevalent and loud the spoilers are. So the Miles Morales um, DLC slash side game slash mini sequel is less of a thing than the original half of that game. So the original Spidey game was such a big deal because it was so well received and people just enjoyed playing it. Like the the most satisfying thing about it is how Spidey feels to play. And like you you've got people just gushing for minutes on end as they're playing as like watching a let's play just absolute legitimate joy coming out of these people playing it that's one it's one of those weird things where like i've 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 filmed let's plays i've done let's plays i've watched let's plays you can't get the same amount of enjoyment out of watching a let's play as playing the fucking thing no but by the same token if someone's got a lot of joy and it's definitely showing then it's it's gonna make you remember something fondly even if you're not playing it, like if you're sat in the back of a car watching a um, watching a let's play as you're on a trip, and that's the best you've got in terms of um, experiencing a game, then yeah. If that makes you then go buy the game and play it at home, yeah. But the thing is, like people haven't talked about the Miles Morales game as much, but I also got spoiled on pretty much everything about the Spider game when it was new. Yeah, but the problem with that is, is your friends with Chris. Okay, but also it wasn't by him that I was spoiled. That's interesting because I got spoilers from Chris, and that's the only source of spoilers I had. Okay. <laughs> they they were mild spoilers, so I didn't care that much. But I I even got spoiled before I saw things in Let's Plays. Well, like I'm gonna spoil Spider-Man the video game. So if you don't want to get spoiled for a game that is, I feel like two years old now. Um, fast forward like a half a minute. But I got spoiled on the on the stinger for the ending of Spider-Man in the most annoying way possible, and that is, I said. Man, it's really interesting having a Spider-Man game where you don't fight the Green Goblin or Venom. There's no symbiotes in this game at all. Isn't that fucking amazing? And then cut to my friend who may have been Chris or it might have been a different friend. I can't rightly recall who went, yeah, 
there's no symbiotes in this game, in that sort of sarcastic fucking dickish way. And I was just like, oh, well, I didn't say anything at the time, but I thought, well, thanks, fucking dickhead. Because <laughs> then all I could think of is, I want to fight Venom now. <laughs> and then obviously we got the Stinger, which yeah, may or may not be a thing in Miles Morales, but considering the Miles Morales game is apparently not set in the same universe, it's a bit weird. I would always prefer to fight Venom than Rhino. I, uh, yeah, see, here's the thing, is I quite like, I, Rhino's part of the Sinister Six. Yeah. If you fight the Sinister Six, then I want to fight Rhino. True, but yeah, I, I, I would rather fight Venom on his own than a Sinister Six plotline where most of them just get glossed over just to get all six of them in. But I think Spider-Man did, uh, the video game did quite a good job of not glossing over any particular member. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll also put it this way as well. It's a lot easier to fuck up a Venom fight. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anyone wants to be the people who like, yeah, Venom's in this game and you're going to do a boss fight with him and oh, it's shit. I was not expecting to love Otto as much as I did. Otto's in a weird place for me because he's either the best villain or the worst. But they did him they did him justice in that game. Anyway, so we've been talking about Spider-Man <laughs> for a long-ass fucking time but, at this point. I mean, we summed up the fucking episode as best as we could. Everything got wrapped up in a pretty little bow. The series was great. The only complaint we had was from you, and it wasn't even a real complaint. It was like, oh, it would have been nice if they stretched this a bit longer. Yeah. Well, even then, like, they could have used some of the more poignant cool-down time as poignant tension time and tension time isn't always just tension it's sometimes to allow you to mentally process the thing that's happened a couple of seconds ago but i think i think the point of this episode is it's the finale first of all we, we've we've got to go balls to the wall besides the point the previous five episodes had so little payoff nothing got paid off until this final episode except for the zemos stuff yeah and he got uh, he got most of his payoff while he was out in the open and, like, while he was doing what he was doing and treading on vials. Completely, complete tangent. Did you see the one hour long cut of him dancing that Marvel released on their YouTube video? <laughs> I saw that it existed. I thought, like, they said there was an hour worth of footage, uh, rather the actor did, and, and then everybody <laughs> started saying, Marvel, we need to see this, and then Marvel put it out, except it wasn't an hour worth of footage, it was the same fucking ten second clip repeated over and over again. <laughs> For an hour! I didn't watch the whole hour, guys. I watched like five minutes and went, that's kind of funny, but now I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, we, we've rambled, we've done our bollocks, we've reacted to the, to the I almost said film. I mean, it's basically a very long film when you think about it. Uh, I think this type of series is probably best enjoyed if you binge it as opposed to watching it week to week. But I understand that Disney Plus wants people to keep subbing and to do that they need to release... A content once a week instead of you know all at once like net like a netflix or a amazon prime yeah but the, i yeah. i enjoyed the way that uh we both i think we both did it with um with wandavision how we waited until it was underway and we had like a hybrid experience of being able to binge the first little bit of it and then having the suspense for the last few episodes it was very funny because like that was a complete accident on my part because i Four episodes came out, and I just like, oh shit, that's happening. I better catch up, and then I did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And thank, like, I, for watching the first four episodes in one go is was a godsend because stuff happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, um, pressing thing to very briefly touch upon: Falcon and the Winter Soldier is over. It is, which means starting next week we'll be going back to pretty much random nonsense every week, except because I'm a little bit more prepared than the average podcaster. Uh, no, I'm joking. That's not fair. <laughs> Uh, 
That's a reference no one's going to get, because I think Yogi Bear's been dead for longer than it's been alive at this point. Smarter than the average bear. Oh, uh, boo-boo. Um, but yes, we're... <laughs> uh, starting next week, we'll be recording pretty much on the fly what we want. Uh, but right now, as of this moment, we've penciled in another episode of My Little Pony to do. Now, we don't know what episode we're going to do, but we did have a very friendly comment on our last MLP video. Uh, listing a bunch of episodes that are allegedly quite fan service heavy. So me and Rick will probably have a flick through that at some point and uh, choose one of those to review, watch, etc. Yeah, I'll do some uh, I'll do some cherry picking from like the the comment is basically a who's who of all the best episodes. So I'll I'll just uh, I'll just I'll just pick some cherries from those. I mean, I I might even have a quick glance at the titles and see what looks amusing. I it, it won't be the last time we touch MLP because much like Steven Universe, it's just a fun, easy watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if we're cherry-picking episodes. Like, obviously, if we watched from episode 1 all the way to episode 700, I'm sure we'd get quite bored quite fast. <laughs> I, I remember I watched some episodes back in... back in. Uh, it came out when I was in college, that's how long ago it was. And I watched a few episodes when they were randomly on, in Cartoon, Network, on Cartoon Network, and I was like, why are people going nuts over this? It's crap. <laughs> uh, but then you watch some of the more interesting episodes, like the, the one with Flim and Flam was quite entertaining. Well, all of the ones with Flim and Flam, because they become essentially uh, recurring characters. Sure. Sure, but like when when I first watched it, it was the only series. Yeah, the one where they got the introduction song. And I think it was uh, was that the Zap Apple bollocks. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, yeah, I pay attention. I know what a Zap Apple is. I'm hip. Um, <laughs> the Apple Jam. <laughs> uh, didn't they make cider and all? Yeah, so the it was the super squeezy cider, the super easy cider squeezy six thousand was their um, their machine, and it was all about they could make cider faster, cheaper, and like at lower quality, but cheaper and more of it than uh, than the Apple family. So that's why uh, that's why they won the contract. And then because it was lower quality and nobody liked it, they went back to the handmade Apple family stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one where they were uh, selling snake oil to old people and granny was one of the ones that bought it oh no um but the long and the short of it is she felt better for it so that's kind of all that really mattered in the end that's one of those weird things isn't it where never underestimate the placebo effect yeah and and never undersell the thing that makes nan feel better Mm -hmm. i've um i've told my my mum loads of times because she used to take me to the doctor whenever i was ill uh, still does because I can't drive. Um, and like I, I don't want to go on public transport when I'm ill or when I think I'm deathly ill because I don't want to give it to people if I can help it. More more relevant in nowadays where most people, are, well, I say most people, more people are a bit more aware of it. What with the vid, but um, yeah, I I used to tell my mum straight up. Sometimes I just need to go to the doctor and have the doctor say, "Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you." Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there is a thing, white coat syndrome, that um, it, it works a bunch of ways, and sometimes being seen and working yourself up to the uh, state in which you can be seen is all that you really need. It, it blows, it, yeah, pretty much. Like, my dad was the same, well, my dad was a bit of a weird case because he hated seeing the doctor because he was convinced every time he went they'd say, no, you're definitely ill, you have to stay in the hospital forever. Yeah. But my, my brain works the opposite way and that is, I know there's nothing wrong with me, I've just got a cold or something, but I need someone who at least... I think knows what they're talking about to tell me that I am fine. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, by the way, I'm not a hypochondriac. I don't go to the doctor every other week. Like it used to be like a once a year job where I'd be like, "Oh, I feel really fucking shit. I think I'm dying." <laughs> don't know why I laughed at that. It's not funny. But um <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, you're laughing at something that you're not. It's fine. It's uh, right. 
but yeah, we've we've talked bollocks for a long time, guys. Um, looking forward to talking about something other than Marvel. Not that I dislike Marvel by any means, but like it's been very samey for the last six weeks. It has, and we are going to come back to talking about Marvel. Like, spoilers, there are things that are Marvel that are coming up. Dude, like, I, I messaged Rick out the blue the other day saying, um, straight up, wow, this one fucking flew under my radar. Yeah, I was not expecting that thing to appear out of nowhere. Mm. And then I fucking looked up on it, and apparently it's been in development for ages, and the reason why it's coming out now is because it was being developed by Fox before Disney bought them. Ah. So it, I assume there was a bit of a kafar where they were like, are we even going to bother putting this out? And it's like, well, it's mostly made, so we might as well. I feel like it's probably the conversation that happened. Uh, it stars fucking Patton Oswalt, so I'm looking forward to it. That guy's got talent. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm worried that maybe you don't know who that is. Oh, he's, he's good, he's funny. And I'm sure when you hear his voice, you'll be like, oh, I know that dude. Yeah, fair enough. Is he basically like... An actor version of Tom Kenny. I don't think he's quite that prolific because I, I I've I've seen him from his stand-up comedian days. Right. Okay. Uh, but but I also know him because you remember that uh that that program I do want to do for the channel one day. Happy. Mm. He plays the imaginary friend. Right. Okay. So uh, there's that. He voiced the ca- the main character from Minecraft Story Mode. Now I know that's trash fire, but you know it's something on his acting credits. Uh. He has a reoccurring bit role in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He is one of those people where he's got a very distinct uh, look, shall we say. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like I'm, I'm hype. Uh, in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Modok. <laughs> oh, I was going to leave it as a surprise. I, I've already said who the fucking main actor is. I've said it's Fox. Like I'm just saving people a quick Google. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can cut it out if you want. <laughs> all right, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to well, you. It's fucking staying. <laughs> okay, all that's left to do, guys, is thank you all for making uh, making it to the end of our podcast. Uh, it was not a short trip. I understand that, and uh, you are our favourite people. And hopefully, we'll see you all next week for something a bit less. Marvel. Yeah, all the best and good afternoon, good evening and good night.